Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me. And Welcome to Uncategorized. Hello everyone, I'm your host, Sam Ray Johnson, and welcome to episode two of Uncategorized. With the situation in North Carolina where the state legislature passed a bill blocking anti-discrimination laws for LGBTQ people, the plight of this marginalized community is becoming harder and harder for the general public to ignore. With the Transgender Day of Visibility on March 31st arriving a day before this bill was to take effect on April 1st, the issues of the transgender community has to face was brought to the forefront of discussion on social media and the news. Public outcry ensued. The Trans Student Education Resources website posted an infographic on why transgender people need more visibility, and the statistics speak for themselves. 80% of transgender students feel unsafe at school. 58.7% of gender non-conforming students were verbally harassed last year. One in five trans people have been homeless at some point in their lives. One in eight have been evicted. Half of trans people have been raped by a romantic partner. 41% of trans people have attempted suicide. In spite of these numbers, transgender and queer students at the University of Nevada, Reno are not alone. While they're a small group compared to the rest of the campus population, there are resources and people willing to help. At the UNR Queer Student Union on March 17th, a St. Patrick's Day potluck was held to meet and mingle with fellow students of the LGBTQ community. It was a pleasant evening of typical college food, casseroles, pizza, and brownies, and friends both old and new talked and laughed with each other. It was a comforting environment, surrounded by adults of various backgrounds, races, genders, and experiences. One of such members, Jennifer Kilburn, is like the ray of sunshine in the group, brightening the room with her smile and jokes. She makes you feel included, even if it was the first time she met you. She has been coming to the QSU for a while, but is always eager to learn about new perspectives in the LGBTQ community. I think I'm basically here because I feel like in a lot of portions in my life, I don't, I don't get to talk to people who are like, you know, on the aromantic spectrum or who are on the gender spectrum or people who are like really willing to talk about social issues. Uh, and it's just really interesting to get to know people and their perspectives because everybody here is just so different and come from different aspects of life. I mean. You know, we have people who are born in different countries, we have people who uh, have lived under the poverty line for their entire life, and people who grew up with maids as children, and it's just every person here is different, and that's the best possible thing. I asked Kilburn what her favorite part of coming to the QSU meetings was. Her answer didn't disappoint. I think it's got to be the hot babes. Regardless of what background you come from, the University of Nevada, Reno Queer Student Union is full of bright individuals always ready to discuss social issues that the LGBTQ community faces in their everyday lives, especially in consideration of college students. For Sarah, college was the time in his life where he finally made sense of all his past feelings about his gender. He's athletic, has a full body tattoo, and has an open-minded personality that makes him a joy to speak with. Sarah is a truly unique man, but we weren't so different from each other. Oh my god, maybe we were dating the same We're person. twins! <laughs> we're twins! Oh my god. He took his beanie off and threw his feet up against the wall, leaning back in his chair comfortably. 
Whenever we talked about something serious, he was always ready to crack a joke to lighten the mood. It wasn't really weird. I mean, I couldn't go in the boys' bathroom because I wasn't a boy. But now thinking back on it, I like lost out on a lot of friendships because I wasn't a boy and I couldn't do all the things that I, it, like it would piss me off then and I was like, well that's just life, that's, that is what it is, I am who I am. And I never thought of it as, well, no, I'm just a girl, I just thought, well I got the body parts of a girl so I can't hang out with the guys. And I always thought it was like, just a cramp in my style, I couldn't, I couldn't go and you know, be in the swimming pool, I couldn't like take off my shirt like everybody else, and it just sucked, I'm like, whatever. But okay, if I was a boy, I always said that, if I was a boy. Sarah grew up with a turbulent home life. He had lots of people coming in and out through his upbringing, but it didn't stop him from overcoming his obstacles. In high school, he went through phases of confusion about his gender identity, but it wasn't until he was confronted about it that he really began to wonder if what he was feeling was what he thought it was. I don't really believe in gender in myself. When I look at people, like I'm identifying and I'm judging people, like checking my safety or survival needs, yeah, I'll judge and all. That's when I see some gender, I guess. But if I see like a big bulky woman coming at me, like I'm gonna run too. But if it's like a dude, I mean, he has man strength, I'm gonna run. Or, I don't know, <laughs> survival shit. I don't really see gender. I don't see it as a thing, but how I want to present and I know how everybody in society sees it and how it won't change like in the next hundred years. I want to be presented as a man. I want to be seen as man. Not for male privilege, really. I just, it's more comforting for me. When I cut my hair, people did start treating me differently right away. I felt kind of like a cloud off my shoulders of my attractiveness going down, but more of a truthful of how people see me. And it was just like, kind of like this veil that like lifted off me. And then that question really lingered with me. I had wanted my breasts off because I, <laughs> I hate them, damn it. I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. I hated them. At the time, I was like, yeah, it would be cool not to have boobs, but I, like, I see you putting testosterone in your leg. That seems awful. I hate shots. And they're like, yeah, it is. Like, shots suck. And I'm like, okay. Well, I don't want to talk about it anymore because I, I was uncomfortable with the situation. Questioning my life and questioning everything about me and, it, like, my head kind of was just spinning. I'm like, oh, my God, this totally makes sense. Like, some shit you're saying, like, really just left an impression on how I felt about things and I couldn't really understand and I really labeled it like mislabeled it as like body image issues so I would just say no I, I don't like my boobs because like all the girls don't like their boobs and we all just have body image issues and I just gotta love myself more and that wasn't exactly the case after that I started asking myself questions around the trans man topic and I, I imagined myself in the world of being a trans dude. And it did not seem like a fantasy land. It actually seemed really scary to me. Like a lot of things started making more sense and that was really scaring me because I'm like, oh my God, I can't be. I tried like talking to myself, calming myself down. Like you don't make irrational decisions on other people. And you like, if you're gonna do something life changing, you know, and you're like pretty much on the verge of admitting that you're gonna do it or you're, you're gonna do it and when you say it out loud that you're gonna do it to other people you're gonna do it and then I'm like could I say this out loud to other people and could I do it and I'm like yeah and and then I thought what if I never did come out and say it and truthfully like admit it to myself and then never do anything about it never never have the image of the boy that I, I want people to see and I want to be recognized as and how I would just be always labeled as female when I know in my heart that I'm, I am just a person. 
regardless gender, whatever. But what other people will see me, they will see me as female or male. And I really identify with the male side. So I was like, wow. And I just kind of broke, broke down crying. And I was like, oh God, like I am so terrified right now. What if, what if, what if I'm an ugly dude and nobody wants to love me? <laughs> what if nobody wants a dude without a dick? And then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I will be my own person and I'll love myself. And it doesn't matter if people don't like my decisions because I know that I am on a good path and I have my head semi on straight. And if this is something that I want to do and I can't like look back on now that I've been shown the light, I don't want to be kept in the closet of myself. I want to be truthful to myself and what I see myself as and I want other people to respect what I see in myself. Sarah and I joked about what the silliest things people have ever said to us were, and we talked about everything from religion to vegans. Honey, you can wait on your surgery. It, like, I had to wait forever for my nose job. I'm like, your nose job? It's not your identity, it is, but it's not. It's not your whole, no, no. It's a little blow to my stomach, and I, I always try to like judge on like, whatever, no big deal. It's just words. But it, like, after some time, it, like some days you just kind of get worn down and you're like, Man, fuck your nose job. It's just a nose job. <laughs> fuck your nose job. <laughs> so anybody with a nose job listening, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, don't fuck your nose job. I'm sorry. Sarah laughed and played with the styrofoam boards on the wall of the soundproof studio we were in. He really was a strong man, having gone through so much in his life, but one that was never without a smile on his face and a skip in his step. You do you, honey. No matter what, who you are, whatever groups you're in, you always do what you think is best, regardless what, of what everybody else is doing, of, regardless of how things should look. Whatever looks good in your eyes, whatever you truly believe in, do that. Do what you want to do for yourself, regardless of what is right, what is trans enough, what is, what's popping. If you, you and your doodly self wants to do something, do it. It's doodly no matter what. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast and would like to stay tuned for more, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you would like to nominate anyone for a feature or contribute your own story, feel free to send us an email at uncategorizedapodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Reynolds School of Journalism production. I'm Sam Ray Johnson, and I'll see you next time on Uncategorized. <laughs>